two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, we got a Welcome to another exciting episode of Black on Both Sides. I'm one half of your host, King Kunta 3X. Please say the King Kunta 3X. Oh, that doesn't really work out very well. Whatever. Anyway, the other half of your co-host is the distinguished gentleman from Georgia. Currently down 2-0 in today's baseball game between the Dodgers and the Braves. I'm pretty sure his Falcons, the only way they won today is they didn't play today. Put your hands together, not literally, but figuratively, because this is a podcast. Mr. Be Honest. What's up, Be Honest? And those 9 out of 10 niggas that fuck with you. What's up? And I'm not paying attention to fucking baseball, so I don't give a shit about the Braves losing to the Dodgers. Cool. Um, Shit, man. Uh, This is that time of the year where all the major sports are playing, though. You got baseball, you got football. Basketball about to pop off in what, a week? Less than a week. Yeah, man. And I'm informed in belief that hockey is hockeying right now. I think MLS may be playing. I'm not sure. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But does soccer ever stop? Does it really? Not really. I don't think it does. There's probably a tennis match going on somewhere. Yeah. And Naomi Osaka is not playing in. He is not. (laughs) Nope, nope, nope. (laughs) <laughs> Shit, man. So let's get ready to rumble. Tonight's versus B. Have you heard? No. What's going down tonight? Might be going on right now. Who is that? The versus? Yeah, who is it? Uh, well, I'm pretty sure Kit's going to love it. Uh, Big Daddy Kane versus KRS-One. Oh, that's an old school beef. I love it. Uh, I don't because I'm not from the East Coast. Uh, can we diversify a little bit? Because last versus was uh, Fat Joe and Ja Rule. Right. The versus before that was uh, was Dipset versus Locks. Right. Yeah, nigga, I don't I don't live on the East Coast. I I don't. Yeah, can but, we can we go maybe to your hometown, B? Can we do that? No, but with but, like artists. No, Big Daddy Kane, Big Daddy Kane and KRS One though. That was um. Wait a minute, Big Daddy Kane, KRS One. You said. That's what I had said. That's not the... Oh, okay. They're not comparable. That's not... Yeah, that's not a... I was thinking you were saying the actual beef, which was uh, Big Daddy Kane and and Cool Mo D. But then I was like, well, Cool Mo D... No, no. Is Cool Mo D alive? Sure. Probably somewhere wearing that little (laughs) little ass leather hat. Okay. (laughs) That koofy. Leather koofy. Karis 1 versus... Like, to me, it it, it needed to be Karis 1 versus Public Enemy or something. You know, the way... The way uh, Flavor Flav, uh, Flavor Flav got a checking account and a savings account, <laughs> and the way that's set up, yeah. uh, you got to put some zeros in there or yeah. not. Have you ever seen Flavor Flav and Crunchy Black in the same place at the same time? You know what? That's, that's for another day. Well, and a roach. For day. Have you ever seen a roach and Crunchy Black and uh, Flavor Flav at the same time? And I'm talking about a big water bug roach, uh, not not a house project roach. It's about the down south. I also have not seen Brandy and Sam Cassell in the same place at the same time. Oh, that's come on, man! I love Brandy. Don't do that. <laughs> what they got? Hey, don't 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 do, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't make me edit. Too. We've never edited our podcast. Don't make me edit that shit out of here. Come on, I love Brandy. Ooh, ooh, sensitive, snowflakey. All right, keep that energy later. Anyway, let's stay right here. <laughs> so, Supercat is supposed to open up the verses. I guess he's it's it's him versus him. So, I guess I fuck with that. 
What does he have to do with it? Again, <laughs> he's from the New York tri-state area. Because that's he? apparently what the fuck versus is turning into. I thought he was Jamaican. By way of? No, he's, he, he, he's from New York by oh. way of Jamaica. Okay. Yeah, so I fucks with that. Not heavy, but I fucks with that. Now, the Big Daddy Kane for KRS-One, I don't need that. No, that's weird. I didn't ask for that. That's, that's a I don't weird mix. I don't, I don't need to see oop, it. Oop, that's the sound of the beast. That's, that's KRS-One. What's Big Daddy Kane going to do? Uh, a smooth operator? Because I'm so yeah. smooth? Yep, the beast, that's the I one. Kick D-A-K-B-D-Y-K-A-N-E. I'm good and plenty. That's not even the same type. That's shit, that's weird. That's what I was telling you. Like, they don't... Yeah. They're in about the same years, but they don't make the same kind of music. Yeah, I think Big Daddy Kane was first, though. No, he was first. Because yeah. KRS-One was, was launching that, you know, that public enemy, uh, socially conscious, De La Soul shit. That was his thing. You know, you know, got the African, the African uh, symbols, the, letter, the, le- the leather African uh, symbol of Africa. Yeah, that's his shit. X-Clan type shit. Yeah, well... Yeah, the actually, red, yeah. the black, and the green with Marcus the key, sissy, that nigga. Yeah, you know, <laughs> if I were, if I were of age at that time, that would probably have been my shit. That shit was but, hard you know, as hell. I mean, I, I, it, was, it was a little too much for me, but that shit was hard. <laughs> well, you know what else was hard but soft at the same time? Uh, oh, Mr. God. Wendell. <laughs> Mr. Wendell. Talking about uh, rest development. development. That's Atlanta Group. Shit. See, like I'm like like I be saying, we need some more diversity. Yeah. So in this New York shit, Fat Joe and Ja Rule did not need a versus. Right. I don't, I don't know how Fat Joe uh, I don't know romanced himself into a versus, but he did. So I take it you're not looking forward to this shit. Well, no, Hell, I don't, it might I don't, be going on right now. Honestly, the last versus I watched was uh, Isley Brothers and whoever they were, Earth Wind and Fire. That was the last oh, one I watched. You mean you tell me you did not see what fucking Jadakiss did? I did, but only because you told me, so I saw like the clips. I saw like the YouTube clips of it. That's the only thing that's important. Oh, that okay. nigga put on for the culture. Well, then I saw that thing. Then he did destroy them niggas. It's like, shit, that's my type of hip hop. Ain't nothing nice about it. Yeah. Uh, anywho, so, so that's actually the last one I saw. I didn't need to see the Ja Rule. Jeffrey Atkins, Fat Joe, because, well, you know, I was alive in the two, in the early 2000s, so there's that. Um, I didn't need to, I don't need this shit with, uh, with Big Daddy Kane and, and fucking KRS-One. Uh, I was watching some social media stuff, and KRS-One is already being extra. Niggas talking and talking and talking, can't nobody say nothing. He's standing right beside Big Daddy Kane, and can't nobody get a word in edgewise. It's like old hotep ass nigga. That's what they do. I like That's K- what they do. I, I they like won't, Karis. won't shut up. I like Karis as a philosopher. They get started. Huh? I like him as a philosopher. Yeah, this nigga's at it already. I think he's wearing people. clothes from like 91, yeah, 92. He, 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 like never, he, never, he never changed his clothes. Never. He's got that weird ass Jamaican beanie hat on. That knitted hat. That's a cap. But a knitted cap hat. It's a knitted cap, but it's got a it's got a bill on it. Which is also knitted. As long as it ain't got dreadlocks coming out the back of it. Uh, I think that ship has. Well, I see a little, see a little, uh, little plumage coming out the back. No, I'm talking about the hat that has dreadlocks built into them, so that you can look like a roster when you put it on. I gotta give me one of those. <laughs> I don't know if people rocking with him. He's walking around the stage, gyrating and shit like it's 1993, uh, and it's like, um, 
I never really liked BDP. Everybody at this versus has to be old as shit. Yeah, I never really me, liked This it. is a little bit past our time. No, it's before me. It's a little bit. Seriously. Kumo yeah, D, this is just like, I was a little bitty kid when Kumo D and, and, and um, Big Daddy Kane were battling. Like, I, was a, I was literally in middle school. Yeah, you, we know what it is. That wasn't our shit. Right. I mean, we know the beat. Oh, yeah, that's cool. That's beat. What are you talking about? I don't know. I have to look it up. It's not our shit. So everybody at this versus is old as fuck. Anywho, so they doing that shit right now. I ain't got no intentions of going back unless Fat, Fat Joe tells another funny story about the shit on social media, in which case I'll consider it. Otherwise, uh, I'm not the target audience for, for this. Speaking of target audiences, Tina Turner. Have you heard about Tina Turner in the news lately? Uh, she came into some money. Did she? I thought I heard Yeah, she, she did. Yeah, I thought she came into some money. You know how she came into some money? She had some Sold ownership. It. Yeah. 50 million. I wonder why. Does she have kids? I don't think she does. I don't know, but she's going to be dead soon. So what's that going to do for her? I don't know if she can donate it or something. I don't know. Mm. I don't know, man. I, I can't remember the last time I pulled up a, a, a Tina Turner song, though. So I'm not sure how, she's, I, how she leveraged 50 million out of it. Well, she don't have rights to Rolling on the River, does she? Or did she buy it? That's Creative Clearwater Revival song. She redid it. That's a that's a white people song first. Nigga, I know Queen's Clearwater Revival. Oh, it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. Gotta see what you did there. Come on, man. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Put the fourth wall back up, please, sir. (laughs) What about Ike, though? What about it? Ike been dead. Is Ike on anything? Ike was the nigga. He just probably didn't own nothing because he was probably he probably gambled it away. He's the nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he probably lost that shit in a, in a uh, poker game back in the a in poker the game. <laughs> a poker game, B. His drug dealer like got, a dice game. The, his drug dealer owns in a, in those, alley somewhere. His drug dealer owns all those songs and has for many years. I just need one uh, more bump. <laughs> I the type of nigga that you know carries a straight razor. You just know he does. <laughs> But you know what, B? You know what the tragedy about the Ike and Tina story really is? I uh, don't know what. That Ike never got a chance to tell his story. It's true. You know who said that? Yeah. Nick Cannon. Nobody. <laughs> Not a soul. <laughs> Not even a little bit. You know, Ike Turner never got a chance to tell his story. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, go take care of your kids. What the fuck, man? Oh my god! I bet it's a good story though. I think this nigga's medicine be fucking up with fucking with him because you know he has lupus or something like that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think Nick Cannon. The most amazing thing is his body. I don't know how he looks that fit and he's that sick. He gets sick, sick, sick. It's like a thing, thing. Oh wow! So big on Doctor Sebi because he was trying to find alternative uh, ways of taking care of himself. Like he he gets seriously ill. Like Damn. when he dies, it will be because of this shit, unless it's like a freak accident. It's so crazy to me how rich, 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 rich people still get real sick. That's just so odd to me. Shit, how do you think Steve Jobs get up out of here? I know. You can't, you can't buy your way out of some shit. That's what I'm saying. It's just amazing to me how, um, you know, rich, 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 rich people get still get really sick. So it kind of makes you wonder about all the stuff that they say they're fixing on this. Are they really fixing it or are they just like, you know, 50-50 and we worked out? And the medicine really know, ain't man. doing that. That's, that's part of his genetic code. I don't know. Well, I heard him say that he has like a, an incredible like daily routine too. Like 
He gets like up he's early. He's trying to do the best with what he got while he got it, I suppose. Yeah. Because it could be gone any second. Yeah, damn. So he wants, so I don't know if that nigga was, was on some, on some tramadol or what, but he, uh, he, he just up, up there talking, you know, mad, mad, mad wild again, uh, son, which is probably some shit that KRS one has already said at least twice tonight. So he wants Ike Turner to be able to tell his story. So maybe he's going to work on that shit. Cause that Sebi documentary ain't getting off the ground. No, that shit ain't happening. Ain't no way that, yeah. ain't no way they're going to let a black man uh, cure AIDS on a movie. Not going to happen. Nah, nah, nah. You don't need. We don't need AIDS cured. We need to we need them goddamn uh, HIV preventative pills staying in rotation. Yeah. All right, man. So, kind of in that vein. Damn, 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 damn! They done got your boy again, B. Who's my boy? America's father. Man, they don't got him. Get out of here with that. I saw that. They do got him. They got that nigga again. Hey, no, it's <laughs> it's not, uh, Bill Cosby, charge. the cause. Because he wouldn't shut the fuck up. He keeps pooping, poking his head up. Well, there's another uh, fucking uh, sexual uh, assault allegation. This time from one Lily Bert Bernard. Bernard from 1990. Nobody knows her. That's like... It's a long time ago, man. 1990. Shit. That's what I'm saying. This, this can't be a criminal charge. It has to be a civil charge. No, that's a civil charge. Yeah. yeah. Um, but see, the interesting thing, is, well, I think it's a civil charge. The interesting thing is he apparently has a type. What's his type? He's likes the, uh, his, he likes the, the kind of uh, racially ambiguous type. That is, that's the type he goes after. Okay. Man after my own heart. Anyway, um, <laughs> so we'll see, man. We'll see uh, what happens here. Uh, and... Friend of the show. Well, no, she's not. But if she was, that'd be great. Uh, EVE. Eve. <laughs> Friend of the show. Okay. She done secured the whole ass bag, B. Did you see that shit? Um, I think I, she's pregnant. Is that, is that what I saw? Shit. Yes, she is. Okay. Up in this thing. I saw a white hand and her hand on the big belly. Shit. She ain't never got to work another day in her life, no matter what happens. Never. Yeah. Ever. Ever, yeah. ever, ever, ever. Yeah. So, uh, congratulations, Eve. I hope that, you know, you sent a little money black on both sides away. Because uh, you can't spend it all. Billion dollar um, baby. Billion dollar baby, yeah. Exactly. Um, what else is happening in the news? And another friend of the show, little boozy. Back, he back, he back on, on the radar again, B. I heard you he got arrested, but I didn't hear what about you got arrested for. Two felonies, man. Two alleged felonies. Apparently, there was a fight fight at one of his concerts. And so, you know, they didn't know the security guard nigga's name, but they do know who Little Boosty is. Nah, they're going to drop that. that. That's not a real charge. Maybe. He, he got arrested, man. I don't know. Maybe. That's Maybe. Not, they're just doing, they're just fucking with That's not a real charge. Man, come on, man. Man, man. Come on, man. I hope he gets out of the charge. I hope he beats the rap because the world needs boozy. Sir. Uh... Shit. Oh man, hey man, did you uh do you fuck with do you fuck with uh with Willie Shatner with Bill Shatner? You fuck with Bill Shatner? Uh not if I can help it. Come on, man. He's he's you know, he's part of Americana. He got the star he got the Star Trek. He got the fucking uh oh, what was the cop show? TJ Hooker. I never really liked Star he, Trek. He got them progressive auto commercials. I have no idea what and commercials he, those are. I never saw those. Or is that price? No, Priceline negotiate. Priceline Price negotiator. 
and then of course, not really a fan. That's a derivative of him. That's part of Americana. And this this uh, month of October, you know, Halloween. Michael Myers. He's a derivative of of William Shatner. Oh shit! I'm about to blow your mind, man. Yeah. So you got it. So think about Michael Myers. You got you got Michael Myers, the guy Michael Myers. You got it. Got an image of him. I know who Michael Myers is. He's a okay. Gold so finger. focus on I mean, the mask. Um, he's a uh, Austin Powers. Focus on the. Oh, you mean the the villain Michael Myers? Yeah, Halloween, man. Yeah, Michael Myers, Halloween. Okay. With uh, yeah. So focus on the killer, Michael Myers. You got got his head in your mind. Got that mask in, yes. your, in your mind. I mean, and you ever wonder where that mask come from? Is it somebody's skin? Do you know what that mask is? I have no idea, but you're about to tell me is uh, Captain Kirk. Oh yeah, it's a it's a Captain Kirk mask. That wow. is a Bill Shatner mask. That. Come on, man. That's impressive, man. How Shit. do you know this? Don't worry about that. <laughs> Feel free to Google it if you want. Don't worry about it. I know this shit. How do you know Cause, that? Because I'm, I'm, I'm for our listeners. I keep my ear to the street and my eyebrows down at all <sighs> times. At all times. You're welcome. I'm here for you. Appreciate it. And you too, B. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. So, uh, so anyway, Bill Shatner. Man, they shot that nigga to space. Did you see that shit? No. Yeah, last week he got to go to space. What? Not space, space, but space. You know, oh, new, like what? new, new space. Yeah, new space. He, they say, sit him up. Then he came back down. Niggas ninety. That's, he was, he was emotional. Can we take a side note for a second? Shoot, I've never been a skeptic of the moon landing. I've seen, I've always seen the documentaries. A funny thing happened on the way to the moon, all that kind of stuff. I've seen those, and I'm kind of like, eh, okay, I, I feel what you're saying, but it seems a little far fetched that they would have lied about it. However, well, nigga, I don't know. I wasn't there. I couldn't tell you. However, new space is proving that these motherfuckers are full of shit because new space is not space at all. New space is just high as fuck, right? Am I? Am I? I mean, uh, new space is still daytime outside when you go up. Like there was a space, <laughs> there was a space back in the day where if you was in space, nigga, everything was black around you. And there was a, a, a glowing blue ball on one side and a bright ass sun. That's the yeah, only that's light. Space space, nigga. Right. That's space space. But new space, when space space. You see Earth, Earth. But new space is just shoot you real high. A nigga could maybe jump. You edge. Mm. Get a toe in. Bruh. Get a toe into the infinite darkness. As hard as it is for them to get these niggas to new space, it's making me believe more and more every time they do it that old space might be some bullshit. Well, B, uh, I don't want to do this on this podcast, uh, but there's a lot about the moon itself that makes zero sense in comparison <laughs> to other celestial bodies. Yes. <laughs> You're not a flat earther, too, are you? I don't fuck with Kyrie. <laughs> Except for his shoes His shoes are usually dope as shit But um, No there's a lot about the moon That it doesn't act like you're, What we believe Normal celestial bodies do right. Around planets It just doesn't The Death Star is what so, you're saying hmm? It's the Death Star I don't know I just know that It moves in a way That we don't Traditionally In science Not we But scientists say Other celestial bodies Move around other larger bodies, and it does so perfectly in sync, so as to you know, you know, make sure that our oceans and things don't move in a crazy way due to the gravitational pull. Right. Segway. You know, there's a new Holly Berry movie set to come out. I don't know, about a month or so, called uh, Moonfall. No. It's about the moon. I don't know. Somehow, some way, getting out of its orbit and crashing into the Earth. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's. Uh, 
Didn't we do this already? I don't know when. Like the, like the 90s, wasn't there? Um, what was it called? The Day After Shit. Tomorrow or something? And Bruce Willis was in it. Oh, Armageddon. Yeah, that was Smith a- had that song, I Could Stay Awake. That Just movie was thinking. great. That was that was maybe one of the, the, the most epic movies ever made because it, it hit, like, ever? It, checked, <laughs> Shit, every, it checked every box. I mean, it was it was it was kind of cheesy. So like I saw it probably fifty times because listeners, I love black on both sides because it's not just for you guys. I also learn things about my esteemed co-host here, who always is on my ass about nerd shit. No, let me explain this to you. And this is prime this nerd is shit that I saw. I was like, you know what? This not for me. Not this thing is like this is best ever. This is not nerd shit. Let me explain what I'm saying. Okay, because- homie. <laughs> let me explain. Put that on some player. First of all, context. I was in the Navy. I was out to sea in the middle of the Persian Gulf. We did not have local TV, so we had to watch closed-circuit TV. But because we were in the Navy, they gave us new movies. Armageddon came out while we were in the Persian Gulf. So we, Armageddon came on probably two or three times a day. So I, I saw that movie like 50 times. But the thing about Armageddon— <laughs> it was perfect. The thing about Armageddon, and it's, it's a cheesy movie— and it's, a, and it's one of those blockbuster movies. But the thing about it is, is it checks every box. It's like sad. It's funny. It's got an all-star cast. Oh, shit. It's got good, a good soundtrack. It's, it's, it's one of the best movies ever because it checks all the boxes. Not because it was well, the, it was the best written movie or because, you know what I'm saying, it won some awards. It might have won awards. I don't know. But honestly, I don't know a person that says, Armageddon, I hate that movie. No, but I've never heard anybody say that. Name one person. I don't. I don't recall ever seeing it, to be honest with you. You a fucking lie. I don't. I, <laughs> I said, I didn't say I, I didn't see it. I do not I said, accept I that. don't recall seeing I it. I do not accept that, sir. You've definitely seen Armageddon more than one time. Maybe I have. It doesn't, didn't make a, didn't make a, a dent. You uh, just except told that me I knew Bruce it was another Willis one of those end of the world. Hmm? You just told me Bruce Willis was in it, and you told me, like, basically the plot, I thought. B. B. Come on, man. It, was, it wasn't the moon. It was an asteroid. They... They flew a rocket up to the, the to land on the meteor or the asteroid or whatever and try to blow it up from the inside out so they would it would spare Earth. Yeah. By the way, uh, the I read end, something. And at the end, Bruce Willis did the flip flop and tricked Ben Affleck, you know what I'm saying, so that he wouldn't he could go home and live with his daughter because they were getting together. So Bruce Bruce Willis sacrificed himself for not only the Earth, but for young love. How many dads you know are going to kill themselves <sighs> to save their, their daughter's suitor? Come on, the levels of drama. The levels closed. of drama there, man. I'm going to let you have this one, man. But, but relatedly, and you know, it, you'll have to Google this because I didn't have this story prepared for our broadcast or podcast. Uh, but I, I saw something in the news cycle. Feel free to Google it. Where I believe it's NASA. They're trying to t- test on some celestial by an asteroid or something that may pass close enough because they want to see if it would be possible to alter the direction of something because that's one of the... Uh... Are you shaking your head? No. Because don't fuck with that. That's why. Do not fuck Dude. with trajectories of, of celestial bodies. Do you understand the odds of us being hit by a celestial body? Fuck that. Let it happen if it happens. Because you know it's going to get in Dr. Evil's hands and Dr. Evil going to have us you know what I'm saying? Jettison to the... Elon Musk is already doing this shit. I don't know why you're upset. He's already doing it. Um, ew. All right. Okay. Okay, man. So, before so we Billy move, Shatner no, with his face. Before we move on, Steve Buscemi was also in Armageddon. I don't, oh, think, you can name, I don't think you can name me one bad movie that, that Steve Buscemi has been in. Think about it. I can't. I can't. You're, you're understood correct. I can't. 
That weird looking fucker does know how to pick roles. I don't know how the fuck he does it. He must have signed his soul over to the devil, but he is not in bad movies. So there you go. At what cost? Uh, shit, man. So uh, <laughs> Billy Shatner, Captain Kirk, Captain James Tiberius Kirk got up wow. to kind of space. You know his middle name. Wow. Everybody does. I don't. Well, you know, you pick and choose when you want to be a nerd. Anyway, so... <laughs> So he, so he, good, good for him. He came down, you know, he's 90. He was crying like a little bitch because, you know, he didn't think he's going to be able to go to space space. He's just an actor. He didn't. In he, Hollywood. He, he, he went to no. new space. He didn't go to space space. That's okay, though. Nigga was floating. I don't think know, so. On the inside, but still. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Look, no gravity. There is no gravity. Look at me. Oh, this is for you, Spock. Uh, anyway, uh, Leonard Nimoy. Uh, hey, you know that George Takai, uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Sulu, is still alive? Oh, wow. Man, he's like a very outspoken political activist. In what country? What do you mean? <laughs> like, is it in Asia somewhere? I've never seen I haven't seen him in years. That's fucking racist. No, he's... That's I not he's, racist! He's in Burbank, he's man. He's fucking Asian! How is I that think racist? he lives in Burbank. Because he's Asian-American? What the fuck are you talking about? He lives in Burbank. Well, pretty I mean, sure. I, I, ha- I live in America. I haven't seen him, so I'm assuming that maybe he's doing something in Asia. I am... How's I that feel- racist? As for me, myself, I personally feel that I could drive to his house right now in under two hours. <laughs> I believe Where you. he would make a lot of inappropriate passes at me. Anyway. He's uh, gay? Oh, 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 oh my. <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I'm like, why does this Asian guy keep buying me drinks? <laughs> well, <laughs> more like, what's in my drink? I feel weird. Uh, Bill. Damn it, Bill. That's not racist, anyway. though. Sure. All right, man. So let's, uh, let's move to uh, one of your... Um, a man you hold in high esteem, B. That would be one uh, LeVar Ball. <laughs> He's the only man in the history of men to have not one, but two sons taken in the first three picks of the NBA lottery and have a third son sign many a 10-day contract and never catch on to real team, Jello. He's now back in the G League because he can't guard anyone for any reason whatsoever. So he has three sons, two of which are superstars. Well, one of which is a superstar, Mello. That boy, nice. That boy, nice. And Lonzo, he aight. He aight. He's serviceable. And Jello is like, all right, man, just, uh, just make sure this Gatorade mix is popping. You know, you want to make sure you got a nice packet to water situation there. You want know, to make sure that it's the right temperature. So, so you know, Jello is making sure the Gatorade comes out well. Um, he's probably got, you know, during the games, popcorn and a glizzy on hand because, you know, he ain't going in. Anyway, I digress. So LaMelo, you know, LaMelo's balling, right? No, that's not to mean a pun. You know, LaMelo ball is actually really good. Right. Like, he plays, really he plays for the Hornets, right? Yeah. But the Hornets are getting better. But LaMelo is like special. Did you right. know that? Yeah. I've seen clips. Like on, like, remember White Chocolate? I do. Um, um, Jason Williams. Jason Williams. He's like that. Yeah. He's like that. He sees the game in a way that, that you know, the only person in the league right now that sees the game the way he does is probably LeBron. Um, anyway, long story short, so the boy good. Boy got a, uh, he's launching his signature shoe line with Puma. Mellow Ball 1. Looks nice. Puma? Yeah, he signed with Puma. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> what do you mean it's fucked up? <laughs> It's not fucked up. Here's why it's not fucked up. It's because Puma, uh, apparently, they give more 
they give more uh, money to their players than a traditional Nike contract. Remember, Jay-Z partnered with Puma, and part of that was, you know, trying to make build something for, you know, young black men. And so they, they, their whole deal is, you know, uh, we're not black-owned, but we're black-adjacent, and we're going to try to give you the best contract, and we're going to allow you to have freedom in your designs. So the Mellow One, um, you know, looks pretty dope. I'm not going to wear it, but it looks pretty dope, and, uh, you know, it's dropping soon. That's not why I was no. saying Puma, though. I was saying Puma because, like, how does he pass up the Triple Bs? Nigga, you know what happened. <laughs> all, they lost all the money with that shit. That dude was embezzling, and fucking Lonzo kept fucking turning ankles and foot and feets and shits and them shits. It was coming apart. Lonzo signed with Nike. Lonzo, not, not Lonzo. Yeah, Lonzo signed with Nike. That nigga wear Kobe's every night. Yeah. And Jello wear whatever, whatever you know, leftovers they give him. Whatever. Say, hey, 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 uh, Mello, could, could I have one of your, could, could, you, could you hook your, hook, hook, hook your big brother up with a pair of shoes? No. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, but segue. So, LeVar is resurrecting the BBB brand. Did you see that? I did see. They're not, they're not sports shoes, though. They're just sneakers. Oh, no, no, no. They're bigger than sports, B. It's a fucking lifestyle. Classics. Ranging from six hundred and fifty bucks to nine hundred bucks, I, see, I, I listeners, I wish you could see B's face. B, have you seen the shoes for a pro kid? That's what it looks like—a pro kid. That's exactly what it looks like. It's genius. It's genius. I have not seen one pair of Yeezys that look good to me either. So, well. It's not that they look good. It's just that's what popping. That's what the you know. That's what people like in the streets. But no, I personally, from an objective standpoint, I don't think any of the Yeezys look good. Well, maybe the first ones were pretty dope. Second ones too. But since then, it's weird. Anyway, so Lonzo, sorry, Lavar, uh, the Pater Familiaris, is relaunching BBB. Now the problem I have with that is that not a single one of his sons is wearing BBB. So. I'm just saying, uh, is this like some uh, manyatis? Remember when we talked about that? <laughs> this masterpiece <laughs> lifestyle brand of, sh- of shoes, manyatis. <laughs> yeah, hey Lavar, if you can pull it off, man, do that shit, do that thing, do that thing. If he can pull it off, good for him, man. Because I, I imagine at some point, Lonzo and Lamelo are going to cut his ass off. Because that mansion he has, that's on Lonzo's money. A fucking you know Ferrari he has either Lonzo or Melo bought him that shit. So I don't know. I don't know how he's earning income. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Anywho, anywho, anywho. So we were talking about space a little bit. Uh, B, what would you call a life form that is not from Earth but from off planet? Well, how would you what would you call that life form? Um, if I were being smart, I'd say extraterrestrial. If I was being lame, if I was using lay language, I would say alien. Oof. Oof. Am I about to get canceled? Oh boy. Oh boy. Alien. I don't, why would you say that, B? Jeez. Ugh. Um, E.T. Was, got a, a lot, a lot was a lot of negative connotation to that, man. I, I think you should be more uh, respectful of these off-earth, uh, you know, you know, individuals 
or entities or all of the above. I think you should let them tell you or he or she or it or them or they or us how they want to be addressed. Well, some would, would call those people God. Mm. Curveball. Mm. Uh, again, not sure if you're misgendering God because some people think there's more than one. Uh, anyway, be, ultimately, you need to talk to Demi Lovato about this shit because she can really you know, straighten you out about these pronouns because uh, she is not decided to be a extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial rights activist. <laughs> and she has decided that we're going to, she's going to personally stamp out the use of the derogatory. Again, I quote, because King Kunta does not use this language, alien or aliens, I know, bear with me, from being used in uh, common parlance. It's just, we're better than that, B. We're fucking better than that. Let me ask you a question. How much crack do you think Demi Lovato smoked while she was smoking crack? I don't think it was just crack. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying just crack. Like, if, we just, if we just focus in on, on just the, the, the crack part. See, here's the thing. I don't think it was a lot of crack. I think it was a lot of other shit. <laughs> well, if you, no, don't get me wrong. She has some crack, <laughs> but I think that there's other shit that's explaining what's happening here. If one of the things you did was, if one of the drugs you took was crack. <laughs> it's not even the worst one. I think she went on a whole other level. Like what? What's worse than crack? Uh, shit like, you know, heroin, meth. That's not worse than crack. At the crack, same is it? time, some DMT mixed in there. DMT's shit, not some bad. Ayahuasca. For you. Ayahuasca's not uh, bad. Sprink a little bit of crack on top of it. Oh, okay. Uh, Might have been some fucking uh, whippets involved. I think she did everything at once. But I in feel, one night. I feel like crack is the, you can't graduate higher than crack. Like once you get to crack, you've, you've, uh, you've arrived. Do you think crack is worse than meth- methamphetamines? I thought so. I don't know though. I'm not really a drug person. So I couldn't tell me. you either. Yeah, forgive me. I guess yeah, just from but, my you know, era. I, I think she did a, a lot of things at once. When I say at once, I mean literally in same, one night. She did a night, lot of, right? <laughs> yeah, like meth, heroin, and crack. Yeah, but but not just one night. She did a lot of things that one night, but she did a lot of things that one night, many nights. Yeah. 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 Right. So when you do that. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. We're fucking up. We're fucking up, B. Why? I want to apologize to any listeners out there. You know, I, I'm deeply sorry. I am an ally of the LGBTQ community. Uh, B, uh, we've misgendered um, Demi Lovato. I, I believe he used she a couple of times, and that's just not, she's non-binary. Oh, did it again. They are non-binary. I, she got so, a pussy, so she's a woman. And so she ooh, boy, is also a crackhead. I, what what gender is a crackhead? Uh, uh, be honest, is we don't respect crackheads. Not, no, not no. Reflect, we don't respect uh, crackheads. We never have. Thoughts. We're not going to start respecting yeah, crackheads black on black on both sides, sides tonight. King Kunta 3X is an ally of all in the LGBTQ community. Are you an ally of crackheads? Because when DMX died, you said he was a crackhead. So don't give her some more respect than you gave DMX. How are you going to not respect the black man? You respect this fucking crazy white bitch. I respect all people. And calling DMX a crackhead was accurate and factual. And she's a crackhead too. Or would you guys say they are a crack? No, we actually know DMX did crack. Now I didn't watch the the Demi Lovato uh, biography auto specialist yet, so I don't really know if she did crack. I'm sorry, uh, if they did crack. I don't care if you say she or they. I know you. Crackhead is the is the key modifier here. Is the key. The, the key component is the crackhead part. It's non-binary. I agree. So who gives a fuck what you say before or after crackhead? Crackhead ends the discussion. It doesn't matter. You don't get to say I what gender you are. Crackhead, crackhead Demi Lovato had crack in her. Oop, 
I don't know if crackhead Tim Ivado. <laughs> Once you get on crack. hair on, you don't get to say what gender you are anymore. It's over. You lose the ability to gender yourself at this point. It's irrelevant. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that we need to at first recognize. Just can we? Can we agree on one thing? Can we agree that can we, can we make a promise here? Can we make a promise? Uh, black on both sides. Uh, uh, we're gonna do a pinky swear. Uh, that we will no longer use derogatory language when we refer to entities, life forms that are not from the earth. Can we agree that we're not going to use that that horrible derogatory term? Absolutely not. We can't wow. agree on that. Wow. Let's segue. So um, I know you've seen The Closer. I know you've seen Chappelle's special. Yes. Let's talk about it. Okay. Um, I agree uh, with a lot of what he said. Um, my issue with it objectively is not about the content. It's about the volume of the content. I came to the closer wanting, you know, my usual Chappelle special. But I felt he devoted two-thirds of the special to a topic that I didn't necessarily want to hear two-thirds of his special dedicated to. Um, I think we're at a point, a tipping point in this country where we ought to be able to have a discourse. We ought to be able to disagree in a way that adults would disagree. So I think there are some points he raised that are, make a lot of sense. Let's segue, not segue, we we'll keep segueing. Let's, let's compare, well, let me stop. First, I'll, I'll see what you think of it, B. What did you think of The Closer? And for those that haven't seen it, uh, it's on Netflix, Dave Chappelle, his last special. Um, he talks a lot about the LGBT, LGBTQ community, particularly the T, which I believe is, stands for transsexual. Um, he, he dealt with a lot of that. Uh, in part, this was due to some backlash from his last special. So, so B, what did you think of it, of the well, special? First of all, I don't think T stands for transsexual because that deals with sexuality, whereas we're talking about gender here, so it would be transgender. And You're right. See? See, I knew you could do it. <laughs> but I thought it was pretty good. I, I'm, I know I've heard people saying that they didn't think it was funny and he's not funny. I don't think that necessarily it was supposed to be ha-ha, fall down the ground, laughing until your guts hurt funny. I think that this was more um, like humorous irony. And that's what the point high of it was. High levels what it was. It was high yeah, level. It was definitely highbrow. It wasn't, it wasn't meant to be uh, silly by any means. It, it was a master class, in my opinion. This is, what, this is what he does. This is who he is. Yeah. He didn't dumb it down. Right. This is a master class that was, a, that was done to generate what, what exactly the fuck has happened. Discussion. Yeah, and, and I think that he, he was excellent with his misdirection, which is what any good comedian needs to be able to do well. He was excellent in his storytelling abilities because he kept you captivated but sprinkled a few things in here or there to keep you excited. I thought it was, it was, I thought it was great. Yeah, well, again, my critique is I didn't really expect two-thirds of the special to, to be about one particular topic. That's not what I wanted, but because it's not what I wanted does not mean that that's not, you know, he's an artist. And right. I recognize the genius that is Dave Chappelle. And so that's what he wanted to do. That's what he did. Um, 
It's interesting um, that a lot of the people who are critics of this are getting an, an interesting lesson in economics. <laughs> yeah, man. See, the thing about the thing about media, consumable media, or anything that has kind of a you know that's anything that's tied to public discourse, meaning the more discourse about it, the more profitable it is. Looking at you, Facebook, you crazy sons of bitches. There's one, uh, there's, there's, there's this, you know, idea for some people that there's no such thing as bad publicity. Right. Uh, clearly, that's what the Netflix president believes, as all of this controversy has done what? Kept the name of the fucking um, uh, special being talked about and driven people to go watch it. So, uh, you know, the president of Netflix is saying he's not going to pull it. I don't think he should. And if he did, you know what? I don't care, B. You want to know why I don't care? Why? Because they already paid Dave. Yeah. They already paid him. They can't take it back. So do what you will, Netflix. I saw this shit. So, all right. There are some people who say that Dave... Uh, didn't get the issue. He was he was painting with a very broad brush, and because of the things he said, he swept he or not swept. He discounted the fact that there are black members of the trans community who allegedly uh, suffer hate crimes at an inordinately high rate than their white counterparts, whereas Dave seems to portray the, the trans community as a monolithic white community. I don't know. Did you get that from know. it? I didn't get that from it. Honestly, uh, I think that he was talking in general, general generalities because he does. Uh, that's the only way I believe to address this subject. You know, you can, we do this on black issues all the time. Let me step back. We do this on traditional black issues all the time. You and I will talk about something at a very high level. Um, maybe I will go a different direction at a lower level. Maybe you'll do the same, but even where we leave it, there's still someone that can come in and break it down even further. Right. But at the end of the day, we were still talking about black issues. Right. Meaning you can always nitpick something. You can always find something someone else should have highlighted. So that, as in another, uh, one more thing, ma'am, like Columbo used to do. You can always find something else to dig deeper into. I don't think that was the point of what he was saying. Neither. The general point is, uh, has been proven actually. And we'll segue to why it's been proven. I have to use segue six times. Anyway, the, the general principle that he, he talked about has been proven within a few weeks after it. So what I took from Dave Schell's main point in the two-thirds of the transvestite talk, so I believe there was two main points. One is that uh, criticism should be shared equally among all equally. We ought to be able to talk to each other as long as, you know, as long as, you know, all of us uh, are the same, then we can talk about each other the same. We, we, are, we are all, you know, we have to be compassionate with each other. We don't have to believe the same thing. But we all have to have a similar level of respect for the things that we believe. That shouldn't just flow one way. For example, if I don't, if I don't uh, view uh, transvestites uh, 
exactly in the way that they want to be viewed. Although you may think my opinion is wrong, I'm still entitled to have that opinion so long as I treat it with respect and vice versa. It's about respect amongst, amongst people as we have a discourse about a topic. We can have different opinions, but as long as we're respectful and, and you know, try to be empath- empathetic about the other side, then that should be okay. That should be what adults are able to do. Right. That's an art that's been lost in this country. Well, one of the other points he raised, which is a hallmark, I believe, of most of his comedy, is the lack of uh, equality when we talk about issues affecting people of color, being specific black people, and issues affect. It seems like for the most part, uh, what he's pointing out, I believe, or what I took from it, is the hypocrisy regarding black issues versus other traditionally underrepresented minority issues. Um, For example, remember when there was the Asian hate crimes that broke out, I don't know, about eight months ago? Remember that, B? I remember the the bullshit they tried to push on us, yes. I remember them saying that there was an uptick. And do you know what happened as a result of that? They created a bill. Right. Um, LGBTQ people... Yeah, I received a bill also not too long ago. I don't remember exactly what it was about. Um, the point of what I'm saying is we are still waiting on criminal reform bill, a criminal uh, police reform bill. We are waiting and not getting any type of legislation about voting rights. It's not coming. It's not happening. No, those primarily affect people of color and under and, and poor areas for the most part. Uh, the summer of George Floyd, when everybody came together, remember that B? Everybody came together. Yep. Do you remember for how long? That summer. And then what? Business as usual. Well, um, well, I, yeah, business as usual. But I think there was there was like there was a there was a sale going on for. Um, I guess, re-upping support of the Democratic Party that would answer a lot of black people's questions and support a lot of the things that, that black people wanted supported. So I think that that's what kind of distracted everybody, was that there was this idea that re-support or you know, re-upping our support of the Democratic Party was going to afford us to have a voice. So I don't... I, Put I think a pin in that and don't let me forget that. Say what now? Put a pin in it? Okay. Put a pin in that. Don't let me forget it. All right. That's how we're going to... Near the end. Okay. So, what Chappelle was doing, or I believe he was doing, because Chappelle is probably more intelligent than I am, he was trying to point out uh, that disparity and also the message of equality. You know, we ought to be able to disagree in a way that we both empathize the other person's position. In other words, try to look at it from the other person's perspective, a lost art in the country at this stage. So I get that. What's interesting is that less than a few weeks after this happened, maybe a month max, Chappelle's, one, one of Chappelle's hypotheses that the baby could shoot and kill a black man in a mall, which he did, with little to no effect on his rap career. The baby could say some harsh words that hurt some people's feelings 
And he no longer has a rap career. The underlying meaning is that is that the value of a black life in this country versus the value of words about anyone that's not black, the value of the black life is still lower. So that we were shown an example of that in football. B, do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders head coach, John Gruden. Uh, he was found to have emails saying racially insensitive comments about the leader of the Players Union, uh, Demaris Smith. He said some comment uh, regarding Demaris Smith's lips. Big lips. That's a, that's, a, that's a racist black trope. Big lips. He made that comment. Uh, people were upset. You know, has he said more? Who knows? How is he going to lead his team? Will they get by this? He came out and said, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I, I don't want to be a distraction. I apologize. You know, he has some of his people that he worked with in, in, the, in the broadcast booth, Mike Tirico. I have known John for a long time, and that has never happened. Yet other people come out and rush to his support. He's not racist. I know the man. A few days later, the New York Times broke a story about other emails. In those other emails, Gruden made anti-LGBTQ comments specifically regarding homosexual players in the, foot, in, in the league. By the way, he had one on his team. Uh, the first openly gay football player who actually, you know, is a starter and plays. The first actively, openly gay football player. Uh, he's a big old dude. Um, defensive end. Then he also made comments about gender and how uh, women should not be officiating league games. After those emails came out, well, the owner of the Raiders, about 24 to 48 hours later, made a trip down to the Raiders practice facility and fired him. Now, the Demora Smith lips comments, oh no, that's not John. He wouldn't do that. I know him. He's, he's not, he doesn't have a racist bone in his body. The LGBTQ and gender comments. He also talks shit about the commissioner, which I presume everyone does because no one likes Commissioner Goodell. He's a lap boy. He's a lackey. But those comments, those are beyond the Paul. He's got to go. That's essentially Dave Chappelle's thesis here. That of the underrepresented community, the underrepresented people, even now, after all the shit that happened, Summer of Floyd, we, I'm going to say we, be uh, because you're black too, we are often leapfrogged for some, for other underrepresented minorities. And one thing that I've noticed, and maybe you've noticed too, is that in the corporate world, the word diversity now means either female or gay. If you can get checked both boxes, even better. That has now become the new way that people say, oh no, we're a very diverse company. And what Chappelle was pointing out is that he believed that the majority of these types of individuals, a lot of them happen to be white. Can't say he's wrong. 
which means that you can still be part of an underrepresented community and dislike another one. You can be, you know, a member of the LGBTQ um, community and have a fucking uh, Stars and Bars Confederate flag and see nothing wrong with it. You can do that. And so that was what he was trying, in my opinion, trying to cause a dialogue about. And the John Gruden thing just so happened to come out just to kind of reinforce for those who are paying attention. Comment about black players? Eh, he didn't mean it. LGBTQ? Gender? Oh no. You got to go. What do you think about that, B? I think that's, that's kind of what I was saying as far as misdirection um, that made the special great was that, you know, for the two-thirds that you're talking about, like, this, this is why I don't feel like he was talking about trans um, gender issues for two-thirds of the show. It's called the trans committee, uh, community. That's, what, that's I, what I think it is. I don't. That's what I'm saying. I think that it, the entire time it was, he, it, was, it was ironic because he was talking about transgender issues, not, but the listener didn't realize until towards the end that he wasn't really talking about transgender, transgender issues. He was talking about black issues. And that was the misdirection of the entire special. So while everybody's getting inflamed and, and, and huffing and puffing about how he's talking about transgender people, his actual message was, don't punch down on my people because I'm jealous that you guys have gotten all this stuff. Like, we've been doing this for years and years and years, and we've never gotten a, a fucking Juneteenth is some bullshit. Like, we've never gotten a day. We've never gotten a bill passed. The hate crime bill is, is very vague and very broad. It doesn't, it's not talking about just black people, but there's a ha- Asian hate crime bill. It, I think that the entire thing was misdirection because he was talking about the very thing that happened. And I didn't even realize that John Gruden got fired for transgender I didn't, yeah, I that thought, was too far. I thought Those emails just, were, were a bridge too far. I thought it was just a black thing because I remember them saying, oh, no, I said Michelin tires. It's like when you say somebody's got rubber lips, it means they lie a lot. And that's what I had heard, and that's the last thing I would heard. I didn't realize that he had also— Yeah, he would have made it with that. Yeah. He would have made it with that. That was acceptable. So I think that um, it, 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 is, it is very curious or, you know, that it happened so quickly. But, you know, the reason why it's, it's not— a big deal is because this kind of stuff happens on every news cycle. Every week there's something. Every month there's something. Every quarter there's something. Every year there's something. There's not something like what? What do you mean? A black issue where um, where we are either misrepresented, underrepresented, un- underrepresented, or completely just disrespected. I, I strongly believe that um, we've been minimized even further. Well, let, let, okay, let, let's look at this, though. How about this, though, Kunton? This is, this is um, I, never, I never thought about it this way, but what if the reason why it's so hard for us to make a case is because they're comparing it to how things were in the past? So it's better than it was in 1960, and 1960 was better than it was in 1930, and 1930 was better than it was in 1880, and 1880 was better. You see what I'm saying? What if they're looking at it from a sense of thousand-foot view? Well, shit, it's better now than it was then, so you got to have, like, that's a real fucked-up way to be about it, but that is a true thing. It's better now than it was in, in 1930. So okay, what, if, what, if, what if they're just I'm looking at I'm not going to agree it, with you on the 60s, but at 1930, okay. Well, you know what I'm saying. You know, you know what my, my point is. is, right. is what, if, what if they're just like, stop crying because shit is better than it was. So you keep saying we're not doing anything for black people. Look, black people have nice homes now. I, I live near a black guy right now. So maybe it's just that there's, there's like this skewed image of 
how much better it is to be black right now compared to how bad it was back in the day, not realizing that, well, yes, it's better, but it's still fucked up in some ways. And there has to be, somebody has to address this. We can't just keep saying, oh, well, Asians need to have this. And transgender people, we've never, we've never done anything for transgender people. So we got to do something. But black people, we do stuff for them all the time. Look how great it is for them now. Is that possible that maybe they're just skewing the way it looks because the perception is that it's better than it used to be maybe? Perhaps, or perhaps they know that they can, they, can, uh, they can push it aside because, hey, what's the worst that could happen? What is the worst that could happen? What is the worst that could happen for a transgender person to be upset, though? Don't know. Don't know. Um, but they are definitely um, LGBTQ rights, and I'm not saying this is problematic, are, actually, are definitely receiving a push I have no problem with. What I have a problem with is that um, issues regarding black folks specifically are, are being pushed uh, down at the, I believe, at the expense. Let's transition. See, I didn't say segue. Let's transition to a related topic. Great, so great, you and I great are, way to segue because you used the word trans in it. Ah, nice. Layers. <laughs> right. Double entendre, double entendre. So you and I are in a, are almost lockstep. We're, in, we're we agree on a lot of what we just spoke about. Right. Um, the only slight nuances, you know, I I don't know what to do with the idea that oh things are better than they were, so you should be happy. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that because that allows it because it depends on where you are. Right. You know the reason why black on both sides stop talking about black people being killed every week is because black people continue to be killed every week. There was something about some white woman that was lost or some shit. I don't even know her name. Right. But that was in the news cycle. Yeah. Do you know there have been like 10, 15 black people in the same week that, you know, were missing in questionable circumstances that more than their family know about and just haven't made a news cycle and are not going to make a news cycle outside of something like the North Star or Sean King or uh, a fucking, uh, you know, the National Action Network. They're just not going to. Right. But this white woman uh, was apparently a thing. I don't, you know, but moving forward. So I agree with most of what you said. I just don't know if I can give much credence to this idea that someone's, oh, well, we've done enough. And that's why I said, you know, compared to the 60s, are things that much better? I don't know. I don't know. But let's transition to something where I believe you and I are going to disagree with heavily. Okay. So, King Kunta 3X does believe in LGBTQ rights. He does. He just wants there to be equality in other words, one group's rights should not be greater than another group's rights. One underrepresented group's rights should not be at the expense of another underrepresented group's rights. So let's transition. This is going to be interesting. Um, this might be why we can't get to Uncle Joe and Trump. This is going to be real interesting. Okay. B, I know you don't read comics. I know you don't. <laughs> but kids do. And there's millions of dollars made in movies, billions of dollars about, you know, about uh, stories about comic book people. Um, whether you like it or whether you don't, uh, this country's heroes, this country's uh, origin, these myths, you know, every, every society has these hero myths or whatnot. In this country, it's, it's uh, Superman's, Batman's, Spider-Man's. 
So B, did you hear what DC Comics have done recently with Superman? Uh, yeah, his son is bisexual. Am I right? Okay, so let's do it straight away. So currently in DC, like you know, Marvel has the Marvelverse, the multiverse. Currently in the main DC comic book line, Superman is actually Superman's son. His name is John Kent. Okay. Not Clark. John Kent. Okay. John Kent is now that, the main storyline's Superman. Okay. John Kent has recently come out as bisexual in the comic books. Right. We see a cover, might not be a cover, we see a panel in which he's sharing a kiss with uh, presumably another man who just so happens to have pink hair. Because that's how you know. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, that's how you know. Um, now, about two months before that, B, um, DC did the same thing with a Robin. They made one. Well, there's more than one Robin. Just take my word for that if you don't know. There's more than one Robin. Okay. And so there's the first Robin, whose name is Dick. Huh? And there's the second Robin, whose name is Jason Todd. Jason Todd got killed by the Joker, except he didn't. Then the third Robin is uh, Batman always has, likes to have young boys around to go fight crimes. The third Robin is a guy named Tim Drake. Uh, unlike the other two Robins, Tim Drake actually has a fucking family. <laughs> he became a Robin because he wanted to become a Robin. He didn't have to become a Robin because he was a castaway. Nobody could look out for him. And Batman, well, Bruce, say, hey, why don't you come stay with me? Right. Oh, 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 oh. I don't see it. No- anyway, um, so Tim Drake, two-parent household, smart dude. He's, he's normally presumed to be the smartest of the Robins. There's four. There is the first dude, his name's Dick, uh, who grows out of being a Robin, becomes his own crime fighter. There's the second dude, Jason Todd. He gets killed with a crowbar. A crowbar. Because he got killed with a crowbar by the Joker, uh, that was what Batman decided, I'm not going to have another kid fight with me. But then Tim Drake, you know, two-parent family, is like, hey, man, you got to have a Robin because your ass is crazy without one. I'm going to be it. He's okay. Tim, got you. All right, then Tim Drake grew up. And now the current Robin is supposed to be Batman's own son, Damian Wayne. That nigga's wild. Just trust me on that. Okay. He was raised by assassins. You know how Batman don't kill people? He ain't with that shit. Right. It's a constant battle. He's not with that shit at all. Anyway, so Tim Drake has come back to the comics. And they made him a gay character. Or bi. He's bi. And they kind of hinted at it. They're like, you know... Would you like to go on, on a date? And he's like, yes, sure. So they've hinted at it. They've given you enough hints to know that he's gay now. Notwithstanding all of the storylines in the past where he's been with, you know, several women um, that have had huge impacts on major storylines. Okay, whatever. But now this Superman situation. You've got a full-out panel of him kissing another man with pink hair. Because how else are you going to know for sure? So B... Comic books are usually targeted at kids for the most part. Um, what do you think about this? You've made the Superman in this main line right now. 
Now, he may not always be Superman because, as you know, maybe you don't know, we always have to come back. For every Miles Morales, Peter Parker has got to be somewhere. For every Riri Williams, Tony Stark, got to come back. Um, how do you, what do you think about DC deciding to make this flagship character right now bisexual in, in an obvious and clear way? So I made a comment to someone. I can't remember who it was. It was somebody in person, though, a real person, not like a Twitter beef or an IG. Not like a fake person. Well, you know, like talking to people online, it's not real. You're not really talking to a real person. They could be misrepresenting who they are. This was actually a human being. And I mentioned that, you know, why do we care? Like that's never been something that's even been brought up at all. Sexuality hasn't been something that was brought up. And they reminded me that, oh, well, Lois Lane and, and Clark Kent had like a little thing. I mean, you never saw him fuck, but... They definitely kissed at some point, and it was understood that they that was his love interest. Um, he was head over heels for her, um, and so well, it's, more, it's more it's more direct than that. There's full on panels of them kissing, well, passionate see, kisses. No, they have kids. No, 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 no. See, you're talking about comic books. I'm talking about the movies. I've never I've never read any of that that gay comic book stuff. So, um, so <laughs> we're talking about just. Do you movie. even know what you just said? I do. I did on purpose too. So, um. So, uh, and it was, that was a double entendre too. Not necessarily gay as homosexual, but just gay like, ah, you As happy? Gay as lame. Gay as as happy, bright. Gay gay in the sense that they hate it to be used as a negative, as a, you're lame. So anyway, um. Sassy. Yeah, very sassy. So, uh, I, I, so I kind of had to check my, my thinking because I like, well, I guess he did, you know, kiss her in the movie and there was an obvious, it was like an undertow of. Of uh, sexual chemistry, even though you never saw him do anything like that. So I was like, "Well, I guess they did." So it, if they were able, if they were going to do that, then I guess it, you know, there has to be some representation of bisexuality. I, honestly, I just I I don't care enough. But I see, I know what people, I know the people who are heated about it, who are against gay and bisexual lifestyles. I know why they're upset. But I don't know that there's much grounds to be upset based on the idea that Superman did kiss Lois Lane. Well, my position evolved. When I first saw it, I thought about the Robin thing I told you about. Right. Then I, These are all in comic books, by the way. Uh, then I thought about Marvel. Uh, they did a similar thing with one of their characters. Similar meaning they rewrote the character in such a way that threw away all of the character's development. In other words, hey, forget all the shit. Right. They were actually this the entire time. Please just trust us on this. Right. And that bothered me. Um, As far as Superman goes, I initially was bothered for the same reason, but then I thought, wait a minute. Nope, nope, this is John Kent. He's a new character. Uh, I didn't even know that they aged him up. Last time I knew about John Kenny, he was like 13. So I didn't realize they'd aged him up to Superman age already. And and then I thought more about it. Miles Morales, you know who that is? That's Spider-Man? Yeah. Okay, woo. Um, hey, look at me. Look at you, being part of the zeitgeist. Um, That's one of the spider For a lot of people, Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Right. Period. The end. B, when Spider-Man was conceived by uh, Stan Lee, Stan Lee wanted Spider-Man to be something that everybody, no matter what, where you were from, 
could aspire to be like. That's why he wears a mask. Um, when I say a mask, I mean a whole mask. Anybody could be Spider-Man. Right. He's somebody, you know, you just see the suit. Right. Then, uh, I think it's Michael Bendis created Miles Morales, uh, a kid of black and Puerto Rican descent. And I thought to myself, wow, you finally have some representation for all, you know, brown people out there who wanted, you know, someone they could look up to in, in this lane and now they have somebody. When that character was initially conceived, there was tons and tons and tons of backlash. People did not want to change because they didn't want uh, other people to be represented. Meaning they felt like, you know, there shouldn't be any representation because this isn't like going back and turning a character into something they never were. This is a whole new character. Right. But people were still upset about that. I, I, um, what about the stormtrooper? The, the, um, I can't remember his name, but they went crazy about a fucking stormtrooper. That's not even a main character. The, uh, uh, John Boyega or whatever his name is. Yeah, John Bega. They were upset that he might could be <laughs> a black stormtrooper. Like, what the fuck? What is that? And you know what? And they, and they caved. Yeah. I'm be honest with you. They fucking caved. Yeah. It was supposed to clearly be a love story between him and the white lead. They right. caved. They got it out. They got it out. So I think that everyone should be entitled to their own hero. And Peter Parker is always going to be Spider-Man. Miles Morales is always going to be my Spider-Man. He wasn't always, but I've made him my Spider-Man. Superman is Clark Kent. Always will be. Clark will be back. It's like saying Batman and Bruce Wayne. It's always the same dude, Bruce Wayne. I don't know if you know this, B, but a lot of people have been Batman for odd reasons in the comic books. You know, Bruce has had something happen where he's got to be away and you can't. And so some character has stepped in those shoes. This always happened. And I said, Tony Stark and Riri, Riri Williams. You didn't know who the fuck Riri, Riri Williams was when I said it. And I knew that. No idea. Uh, Tony died in the comic books too. And so they replaced him with a black uh, girl who's a genius. Her name was Riri Williams. She built her own suit. Looks a lot like Iron Man. People hated that shit too. Tony's back. In other words... The source material always comes back. So in the meantime, if you are a bi person, you should be entitled to your own hero. You know that they've talked about Michael B. Jordan to be cast as the role of Superman in the relaunch of the Superman franchise. Have you heard that? I haven't. Do you know how much hell would be caught were they to cast Michael B. Jordan as Clark Kent, that shit would not fly, I don't think. I think that would be a bad idea. But you agree now, with Now, there me, is right? a black Superman, and they'll probably will have to use that name if they do cast him. Right. Well, let's look at something that he was not comic books. James Bond. James Bond, yeah. Idris Elba, people for years were saying, hey, can't we get a black James Bond? It should be Idris Elba. Shit, the nigga's from there. I think he'd be a dope James Bond, honestly. And, but it, and it would even he work. Would, but not, yeah, but now he's too old. Um, yeah. Not gonna, that's a whole other conversation. The timelines to shoot the movies is going to be too far. He'll be in his 60s by the time, you know. So, so it's, that ship has sailed for Idris. I'm not even sure if he would want to do it anymore. But um, They got a new guy who point, could do it. Hmm? They got a new guy who could do it. The, uh, the kid, the kid uh, who was in Snowfalls of Brit. He could do it. 
He's slim, slim dude. Well, they're Cut so they just down. finished it. They just finished the uh, the the Bond series with uh, Daniel Craig. Right. I don't think they're gonna start even the search for another Bond for another year or okay. so. Then you got to have two years. For, anyway, long story short, it's not it's not planned out yet. So. I just told you about incidents involving black people. And I guess in the instance of Miles Morales, uh, Afro-Latino, people had a problem with those people. Right. Even though they did not affect the ultimate source material, Spider-Man still Peter Parker. You know, so James Bond is still James Bond because I don't know if you know this, but there was a problem with the last James Bond movie because they thought uh, the black woman... Uh, Letitia, can't think of her name. Uh, no, something Lynch, can't think of her name. Lakeisha Lynch, Lena, something like that. They thought she was going to be James Bond. It's like she's a woman. Her name is not James, and it's not Bond. What are you talking about? Right. So there's people that had a problem with people of color having, taking on these roles, even understanding. That what we all know is that the classic characters are always the classic characters. They will be back. So thinking about that informed my view on why John Kent being bisexual shouldn't fucking matter. My kids will not view sexuality in the way that I do. You and I already talk uh, back and forth about how things are different uh, than than what we used we were. We grew up with. Yeah. You know, we think about the baby. The baby ain't said a goddamn thing that was not actually put into rap lyrics from the 90s to the mid to late 2010s. He, not a goddamn thing. Yeah. Pac, Biggie. Oh, we was canceling them too? Shit. I don't have a problem with it, B. Buju I know Bunt, you don't Buju have a problem Bunt, with it because... Buju huh? Bonson actually had a song where he wanted to kill gay people. So... Oh. Boom, bye-bye in a body boy head. Rude boy don't promote no nasty man that mafia dead. That was about killing DMX, gay DMX, man. DMX. Same thing. Ice Cube. Uh, I just heard uh, Check Yourself Before You Wreck Yourself earlier today. Now your last name is Twan. Yeah. Uh, Goody Mob, so- too. Every rapper you can think of that's not a fucking SoundCloud rapper or a fucking, you know, every non-mumble rapper you know of has said this shit. Yeah. Meaning all the rappers you like have said this shit. Yeah. On wax, in lyrics, you can go find it. So B, the world is changing. My kids don't see sexuality as much as I do. You and I talk about being binary and non-binary and what we think that means and Demi Lovato and ha ha and... But the youth, they don't view the world that way and they don't care. And, you know, it is what it is. And it's their world to create. And so for any bi teens, kids, young adults, they're entitled to their own hero. So this is a bunch of bullshit. You let, you know, John Kent do what the hell John Kent's going to do. If it bothers you that much, then you fucking wait till Clark gets back because I guarantee you it won't be long. Right. But in the meantime, everybody deserves their own hero. So that's that's my what I thought about them. I'm actually surprised you don't you're not pushing back more. No, I, I mean, um, I don't. I don't. Here's what I don't agree with. I don't agree that the issue is as heavy or necessary because I don't think that 
even though you're saying the world has changed and young people, I don't, I don't think, I think the young people give a fuck, but they just don't care. The ones that care are the ones who are daring to be different or whatever. So they're just loud. I don't, I don't, I think the biggest problem we have right now is that the loudest people are the ones who are the smallest group. And we're kind of being fooled into a false sense of inclusion and diversity. Most people don't give a fuck about inclusion or diversity. Most people do not. We've always been tribal. That's not something that changed because um, America decided to change it in 2018. The world is not like that. The world is not an inclusive world. The world is not an into-diversity world. It's not. It's never been. It's never going to be. This is an illusion that we're creating. And it's going to be the fall of the, the empire. This is, this is the fall of Rome, believe it or not. I think that this is the seeds that are going to be planted in how we fall. Because even we're, we're, push, we're allowing something to be pushed that is not necessarily representative of everyone. It's a very small. It's a very small group that they're trying to overrepresent for the feeling that has been unrepresented for so long. But it's still an illusion. So I, I, I don't. You, you thought I was going to give you more pushback on um, Kent. Uh, the agenda, James Kent. Yeah, uh, on an agenda being pushed. There's definitely an agenda being pushed, and it's a bullshit agenda. However, I don't care about comic books enough. Maybe, maybe that's why it's just not. Mm. And honestly, yeah, that's what I'm getting from you. But and, still, and to be to be honest, like. All this this outrage about um, transgender rights or LGBT rights, or all all of the, all of the outrage or whatever, I feel like that the that a person who doesn't agree with whether or not transgender people are underrepresented or um, have an equal voice, I think that 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 the sentiment among most people who don't agree with that is that. Honestly, I don't have to agree because this shit is so small and meaningless that it doesn't really matter. This shit is going to patter and peter its way out on its own because there's just not enough sustainability. The, the, the idea that, that transgender rights should be equal to black people's rights is a little ridiculous. Uh, other than the sense that all people should deserve rights, the, the, the things that, that, that Dave Chappelle exposed and kind of what we've been talking on here is that if for any reason we're trying to put those rights up against each other, we've already we've already dropped off the cliff of of reason, reasonable. You know what I'm saying? Like we're past that point now. So, a person who doesn't agree with transgender rights or whether or not a comic book should be bisexual or whether or not kids can have ten thousand genders, I think that most intelligent people who are against or have a, a real problem with it, also recognize that this issue doesn't have a lot of weight because there are not really that many people that are backing it. It looks like it is. The idea is that there's this, this strong push and the media is behind it and movie, movie studios are behind it and, and music is behind it and social media is behind it and all those things are true. The sad part about that, though, is the hearts and minds of, of the majority still don't swing that way. They don't sway that way. They don't lean that way. They don't go that way. They're not considering making a change. They're not, they've never pretended like they were going to make that change. They're just continuing to let the people with the loud voices keep speaking. But I guarantee you, you won't take that transgender and, and bisexual robbing and all that shit over to Jamaica or over to uh, the Middle East. You're not going to do China. it. Or China. You're not going to do it. So... I hear you and I agree that I disagree with you. But for this particular issue, I actually, even though I'm not against gay people having rights or, or transgender people having rights, 
I understand the the larger picture, which is, does is this really worth? Is it really worth the argument anymore? Is it really worth it? Because I don't want to I don't want to prevent anyone from having rights. That's not at all what what I feel. And whether or not I believe that there's an agenda being pushed uh, to turn America gay or our kids gay or not, it's irrelevant because. First of all, I don't mind if my, one of my kids was gay. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, hey, I want my kids to be gay. I know a friend of the show, Jamie Mack, pushed his daughter to be, wanted his daughter to be gay throughout high school so that she would not take dick from anybody. And I, I, that's, that's not me. That isn't me at all. If one of my kids came to me and said that they were, they were homosexual, I would, figure, I would figure out what that means for, um, I guess, like my expectations or whatever. I would adjust, I would adjust me to fit that. That makes sense? Yeah. Because I mean, like in your mind's eye, you have an idea of, you know, your daughter grows up, she gets married to a man, they have kids, whatever. If my daughter were to say, well, you know, that's not really my gig. I, I'm, you know, I'm into women or whatever. I would adjust my expectations. I would adjust that. And I wouldn't. Because I wouldn't, you love your kids. Of course. And I wouldn't fault her. I wouldn't, I wouldn't shun her. I wouldn't disown her. I wouldn't put her out of the family. I wouldn't stop loving her. None of that. But what I'm saying, though, is, is that that issue on a larger scale, the agenda or how it, how it appears to what America is and what the, new, the, the future holds, I don't think it's really as pressing as we've been told that it is. So if you got a, if you got a, a dick-sucking uh, su- Superman, suck a dick, Superman. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Like, that's not, it's not even a... It's not even a, a if my son sucks dick because he saw Superman suck dick, that's, that's ridiculous, <laughs> but... I mean, you know, there are worse things than sucking a dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are far worse things my son could do than suck a dick. Or eat a cake. Wait, that's not how it goes. <laughs> so that, maybe I've evolved in, in, in my, um, I guess, connection to it all as well. You know what I mean? We've been doing this podcast for a few years. And maybe in, in, at some point, I was a little bit more... Um, Available to push back. I don't think I'm available for that anymore because there are worse things than sucking a dick, man. Honestly, I couldn't tell you. But for me, myself personally, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> um, well, that's great. You know, I, I, I do. You know, I, I, you know, I'm a man of a certain age. I was raised in the South. Right. You know, sometimes I think I'm beyond a certain way of thinking, and and when you know. I have certain thoughts. I have to think about it. I mean, that's the thing. You need to think and rethink and then make a decision what you think about the situation. And so as I thought about it more, I was like, you know what? Everyone needs a hero. And then I moved on. But, uh, but, but that, but that, but I think, see, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, no, no, here's where you disagree. No, but you, you, remember I told you that they, that the comic books tried this two times before, which right. they rewrote. And that was, that sucked. Years, decades. yeah. yeah. Of, of of canon background to make the outcome. I thought that was forced. Right. Well, this is what John Ken is different. This it's is different. It's a brand new character. I get it. So if you want to do this, you can. I get it. But 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 I, but I think where we disagree still though is that um because I heard you just say it. I, I don't I don't think there's a problem if you had a problem with it. I think if you had a problem with it and you just felt like, hey, this is weird. I don't like it. That should be okay. Now. Where the problem comes in, and this is the only problem. This is, to me, this is the only problem. When you are verbally or physically violent to someone because of this, that's the only time a problem happens. If you don't agree with it, you don't like it, you think it's stupid, 
whatever, that should be fine. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have to check your words at the door. Like you said, I thought about it, and you know, you have to think about what you said. I don't think you should have to think about that kind of thing. I think you should be able to have your opinion, and if you don't agree with it, then so be it. Because I'm not saying that I agree. I, don't get me wrong. So be it is different. You know, some people, so be it, okay, I'm not going to hit you or anything, but I am going to make signs. I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. I'm going to verbally abuse you. I'm going to verbally, well, verbally like abuse you. Like your girl Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm going to, I'm going to follow you around and let you know that you're wrong. What's wrong with making a sign? What's wrong with making a sign? What do you mean? What's wrong with making a sign that I don't agree with you? They do it all the time. To a, I'm talking about to a private individual. But what's wrong with that? They do it all the time. Oh. They do it all the time. They canceling the baby because of a comment that he made. But he shot a nigga in Walmart. And that nigga died. And I know they're saying, well, it's self-defense. It was self-. But still, that nigga died. He's gone. His family does not see him ever, will never see him again. B. <sighs> I know what he's supposed to talk about, Uncle Joe. Maybe That's we'll fine. do that next time. That's fine. I don't have all the answers. I don't about this particular topic. It's something I had to think about. All I can do, B, is present you my side. And all you can do is tell me your side. But both sides are valid, in my opinion, because it's always black on both sides. Where nothing is black and white. 